Welcome to the Hawaii Players Pod, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. Now, here's your host, Olivia Austin. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hawaii Players Pod. I'm Olivia Austin, and we're back after a while. It's been like two months since we've shot an episode, but we've got Keone Time. Tim. Tim. I've said it wrong like four times before we even started shooting. You're going to have to keep correcting me. I'm sorry. That's fine. All the announcers say it wrong. (laughs) I'm used to it. You just loop me in with everybody else. Um, How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, that was a good opportunity. I'm really excited for this interview because I don't know a whole lot about volleyball. Perfect. So you're going to have to teach me. I got you. But I'm excited to learn. So you grew up in Hawaii? Yes, I grew up on Oahu. I grew up in Kamaki. I currently live in Kapahulu, but I went to public school here, Kalani High School. So Interesting. So we had Andrew on the podcast last time we shot, and he's from, he went to Kaiser. Nice. He is says that, that guy? yes, he the, says that Kaiser is the beast in the East. And do you have a response to that? Um, I guess typically Kaiser was actually our rivals. And uh, I don't know. I don't remember winning against Kaiser most of my days <laughs> in high school, so he could be right on that. We were rivals, but I don't think we won most of the time. We were more, hey, well, we won academically. We That's were what matters. academic weapons. I mean, I didn't, but my school did. I was going to say, how do you attribute to that? Were you? I, I should just went to Kaiser. It was more fitting. Okay. I was more of an athlete than <laughs> so, a... Not a scholar. Not typically, no. You're, you've got to be smart. You went, you're at UH right now, so you're not... I got my best GPA this semester, actually. Excellent. I'm not going to ask you what it is, but let's just... It was a 3-6. Oh, okay. Something to brag about. That was my best ever. I think nope. I don't I think that I that's probably the highest I ever got too. Well, Mine's. they put money on the line these days, so everyone the whole team had their best GPA accumulative ever. I don't know what that was, but Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is that where you if you have like above a three they add money to your stipend? Yes. That's Alston really cool. it's called the Alston agreement with this whole NIL madness going on. So if you get above a three oh and then I think if you get higher, like Four zero or close to that, you get more. That's, and then, yeah. I would get better grades too. I think anybody we would. <laughs> um, so before you went to Kalani High School, right? You always played volleyball, or did you just kind of like pick it up as you went along? Yeah, I actually only started playing volleyball my junior year of high school. Of high school. I uh, like I went to the games as a kid, and I knew all about it. And a lot of my cousins played volleyball, which is on my dad's side. Um. So I was definitely around it. Like, I knew how to play, and I would, like, play in the backyard, I guess. Like, just pepper around with my cousins. Mm-hmm. But I never played recreationally until my junior year, really. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask you, because you come from a really big volleyball, like, legacy family almost. Um, your dad—I'm sorry, you're on your dad's side, your grandfather was Mike Wilton? Mom's side. Mom's side. Mom's side. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. Mom's side. Your grandfather is Mike Wilton, who was— the winningest head coach of Hawaii mm-hmm. volleyball, men's volleyball. Yeah. So is that kind of what in, brought you to volleyball or was it just kind of like on your own? Um, I fell in love on my own because growing up with it on both sides of the family, it was typically uh, like I was just there because that was just what I knew. So I was around volleyball a lot, but I fell in love with it on my own. But yeah, my mom's side of the family, um, super big. He coached at UH as well at BYU. And he currently lives in BYU or in Utah, and he coaches um, my Wait. cousin's girls' team. 
Okay, wait. So he coached at Hawaii and then went to BYU Hawaii or BYU did... Provo Provo okay. BYU when they were had like Taylor Sanders and like he's like a national like Olympic guy now. Okay. He was like the best outside in the nation. Um, so he's he's coached some pretty crazy teams and crazy players. Um, and then now he's currently like volunteer coaching for girls at my at my other cousin um, at Utah State. So that's what he's doing right now. Still still in the game. Still loving it. Yeah. That's awesome. So what did you, what can you say you've learned from your grandfather? Um, it's actually pretty funny because I'm pretty typically known for my jump serve. And I think he was like the first guy to like take me in and like teach me about it. So I, I used to, I spent like a summer with him in Utah and he would just like take me into the gym and he would teach me how to serve. So that's probably the biggest thing I've learned from him. He still texts me after like games and all that and gives me mm -hmm. advice. But I think in terms of volleyball, he taught me. He taught me, like, the basics of how to jump serve. So, I guess that's why I'm pretty good at it. So, okay, I played rec volleyball. So, <laughs> stay with me. I did the underhand, like, box It's a classic. Serve. And then there's the overhand, right? Uh -huh. So, a jump serve is when... A jump you... serve is when you typically toss it generally high and you get, like, a running approach and you jump kind of like you're hitting it. It's so like a can, running start. Yeah, you basically get a running start to get more momentum and, like, the ball goes faster. Okay, so what's, like, the key to a good jump serve? Um, well, my grandpa always told me that at first it was the high toss. You got to – people get uncomfortable by throwing it too high because then you feel like you might miss the ball. Mm -hmm. But you need that. Uh, you need a high toss. You can get a full full approach and hmm, pretty mental. Because serving is the only thing in volleyball you do, like, where um, it's all revolved around you instead of the team. Like, you're the only one doing it. Okay, yeah. So if you mess up, it's only your fault if you do well. Yeah. So it's pretty pressuring. So it's a it's a little bit of a mental game, but that is stressful. Yeah. But yeah. So for someone who, if I were to throw the ball up, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't throw it straight. Would that like be bad for um, a jump serve? Well, that's where throwing it high comes in. Right. So I throw it and like it goes behind me. Like then what? Then you just <laughs> run backwards. You wind up and you. <laughs> Hope for the best. I know in the lower leagues, uh, I don't know what level it stops working, but if you toss it really bad and you don't touch it, you can go one more time. Oh, that's nice. That's a great rule. Yeah. I don't think it's in the D1 leagues, but I know like growing up in like high school and stuff, if you toss it, but if you touch it, then you, you lose the point. But if you like, if it was really bad tossing, like, okay, I don't want to touch that thing. And you don't touch it. You can go one more time. Okay. I like that rule. I think they should have it everywhere. But so, like, in a D1 setting, like, can you underhand serve? Or do you just don't do that? <laughs> you can. It's highly unrecommended. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a coach. The only, like, situation I think that would happen is if they want a serving sub, but the person they want is, like, a libero or someone who basically they want a defensive sub. So they would just, if, like, if he can't overhand serve, then he would just underhand serve just so he can try to dig. But I don't think that'll ever happen. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Just wondering. Um, so then what made you wait until your junior year to play volleyball if your grandfather's such a big coach? I was a rascal kid. Mom Meaning... told me to do this. I did the opposite. Uh, yeah, I did whatever I wanted. I had bad grades. And... Uh, I just played sports for fun. I didn't really get serious into it. I played football. 
freshman mm-hmm. sophomore year, and then I broke my arm pretty bad. What happened? Um, I was playing against Roosevelt, and this kid, like, it's JV football, and uh, this kid with an ego um, wanted to have a nice highlight play on me. And basically, I just wasn't looking, and I was, like, totally facing the other way, and he just, I was probably a buck ten, 110 pounds <laughs> at most. And he sent me flying across the field, and I, like, landed on it oh, wrong. And I, like, no. It was a compound fracture. The bone came out of my Jeez. arm. Jeez. Yeah, out of your arm? Yeah. Oh, God. Pretty gross. Surgery then? Yeah, that night. Uh. That also was part of it. My mom didn't let me play football after that, so. Well, yeah. I was like, I'll just play ball Why were you playing football anyways if you were 110? <laughs> that was an idiot. <laughs> Why you play football? Because, yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was dumb. I was a bad kid. Back in the day, me and my me and my besties, we used to like just go around, like come home from school at like seven p.m., six p.m., like just acting fools. So I didn't really have direction at that time. Fair. Broke I'm- my arm, and then I had to move to Utah my sophomore year of high school for one year. For what corrective action? That was that was actually family stuff. Okay. But me, everybody except for my dad, moved up to Utah. And, uh, Do you have family in Utah? Yeah, that's where Mike and my grandma were living at the time. Okay. So I went to go live with them. So that's also where I played rec- or I played in Utah my sophomore year. So I guess you can say I started volleyball sophomore year, but it's not a in Utah. It's not a school sanctioned sport okay. as it is for a lot of states. It's not as popular as in most states as it is in Hawaii. So it's like the school isn't paying funds for a volleyball program, basically. Oh, so it's like cheerleading. Yeah, kind of. But we would still, like, I think every other weekend, we would, like, represent our schools and go play other schools, like, at this big, and play, like, three team or three games, something like that. We didn't have, like, like, we did have, we had, like, a states and, and stuff like that, but it was, like, we kind of just showed up, like, every two weeks and, like, played games. Okay. So. So more, like, intramural. Kind of, yeah, but you would represent your school. Okay. But that was good for me because I was still getting bad grades at that time, so since it's not a school sanctioned sport i didn't have i didn't need good grades to play okay yeah that's a so I, perk that worked out for you yeah yeah so what was your time in utah like interesting uh growing up here there's a certain culture with like aloha and like mannerisms and like how you're raised especially by polynesian parents um and utah was very like i didn't click with any of them Mm-hmm. But luckily, my sisters went like we're in a we're what is it when you're born in the same year, like a, like um, Siamese twins or something, something like that. Yeah, because I'm born, I'm like the same age as her for like five days or something. So she's like one year older than me. Oh. Um, so I basically was just friends with her. You're, you and your sister are really close. Yeah, especially now we're definitely really close now. Um, but yeah, when I was in Utah, I made one really good friend that I'm still friends with to this day. His name is Jameson. He, uh, he married he just married our coach at the oh. time but she was young at the time too so it's not super weird she's not like weird. she's like two years older than him or something three years That's maybe fine. but we would always like mess around because we were i was a rascal at that time we were both stupid <laughs> and it's like messing around with her and, i want to ask like what kind of trouble you got into but i'm not going to <laughs> it's actually funny you can because i'm i did a lot of dumb stuff but um i wasn't like a bad kid more no i feel you so like when i was a kid like that weird like 12 to 14 age 
we used to like go to this little pavilion and they had like mm-hmm. that big, you know, those like big decorative fountains that they have yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. We would put Dawn dish soap in it, so then there was that's nice bubbles. I haven't everywhere. done that one. <laughs> I've heard of it, and I'm sure we've thought of. I, I haven't. That's it's smart, crazy because the like the it gets motion, really bad though. Yeah, of the it's water like, hitting it, it yeah. like foams up and it doesn't boring. stop. They have to stop. They have to like turn off the whole fountain and pump all the water out. It's definitely not okay, and I don't think I can still get in trouble. For saying that it was me and yeah, my friends right. but <laughs> i would like, go swim in the fountains but i got yeah i mean we would like because till this day i've still never like drank or smoked or done any of that mm-hmm. 22 years old still clean with all that stuff i stay away from that and uh we would like well, let me think like a good example oh yeah like freshman year maybe sophomore year like um my best friends are twins and i grew up with them since like kindergarten mm-hmm. so those were the kids i was doing dumb stuff with right and uh we had an, we're very competitive, very knucklehead. Very boys. Yes, classic. <laughs> and uh, I think it was like freshman year, might have been sophomore year. Um, there, we were arguing about who could like parallel park better in a car. Okay. And we don't know how to drive. Wait, how old are you for context? 14. Okay. 15, maybe. <laughs> so it's uh, a bad idea. So like, we don't know how to drive. From the beginning. And we're like, all right, <laughs> come to my house at two o'clock in the morning. No. And we'll we'll settle this. Whose like, car is like it? men. So we took my mother's car <laughs> at two in the morning. And we went to like the nearest parking lot. I think it was KCC parking lot. We had like a parking competition. We were like running over curbs and like definitely don't know any rules of the road. I mean, luckily there's nobody on the road. Oh my gosh. But like that's the kind of dumb stuff I would do with my friends. Like it was mainly just competition stuff. <laughs> like, I didn't steal the car to go. Was the car okay? The car ended up all right. I didn't end up all right after a while because I came. Uh, we're we're and we have egos, so we got away with it. So we we're like, we can always get away with it. That's the problem is yeah. when you don't get caught. So, so wait, who who won? Me for sure. Are you just saying that? No, I'm not. I I took no. I'm good at parallel parking, especially now. Like especially the competition on Varsity Circle to go because I don't have a parking pass. Oh, the competition on Varsity Circle is. I can parallel park anywhere. Okay, I'm not going to, like, toot my own horn, but, like, I'm probably the best parallel parker you've ever met. And I'm not just saying that because you brought up parallel parking. I'm actually, so, like, so good at parking my my car. It has to be my car. I'm always Because I know my car. I'm always but, like, down I can for put a anywhere. parallel parking competition. Run it. Like, so if we want to do that, we can. <laughs> it has to be my car, though. Because any other car, like, I can't, like, it's hard for me to get a feel for it. I'm done. I'll take the challenge. I'll take the home team advantage. Okay. Set it up. Support for Hawaii Players Pod comes from Hawaii Pacific Health, providing you and your family close to home care for non-emergency injuries and illnesses, including sprains, the flu, and more. No appointment necessary. HawaiiPacificHealth.org slash urgent care. What was it like growing up in the Mormon church? Um, Growing up, it was pretty, I was pretty rascal. So I was like, I didn't really want to be there. Or it was yeah. just like, I feel like no kid wants to be in church. I remember like going to church because I grew up Southern Baptist mm. and like I was always like crawling under the pews in church yep, and yep. like just, playing with like, toys, getting going in, in the bathroom and like all the toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely mess around. And like when I was young, our ward basically like where we made it every Sunday was pretty big. So I had a lot of friends and we would just like a bunch of Polynesian kids who like play football and big. Like we would just like wrestle and like. Mm-hmm. get in trouble all the time so it's like but you said you were small so how are you wrestling all the poly kids i <laughs> i guess i'm tough but i was like 
they were ragdolling me around. I'm sure. So honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't that fun. No, not that fun for I was just like, begging for my life. Guys, stop. And he's throwing me around. But uh, um, yeah, so then eventually, eventually I found God on my own. And uh, I am started like my family, like my sister and like my dad went half the time anyway. But like it was weird because both sides of my family are actually Mormon. My mom really? and my dad's, yeah. And my mom and my dad's both play volleyball. So both sides of the family are actually pretty. Pretty mirror each other? Pretty, pretty similar, yeah. It's kind of. That's that's cool. Yeah. It's different because normally you have like two parents from different backgrounds. Yeah. And ethnically, they're pretty similar too. Like I'm pretty mixed. And uh, so I found that on my own once I fell in love with like volleyball basically. Mm-hmm. And I got into the whole like relationship with God, athlete type of lifestyle. And I'm still in that pretty much. So I still go to church. Like now like my sister and my mom, like they got because my parents are split now. Mm-hmm. And my sister and my mom they gotta work and then my dad's on his own doing his thing he lives here still and uh we so i still go but i go like by myself yeah i go to church by myself too sometimes <laughs> i can feel you on that because i'm the only one who does they're like doesn't have work or anything on sunday so i gotta mm-hmm. i just go but i still have a good relationship with god for sure do you go because i know there's a big mormon church in the north shore do you go all the way up there i don't that's the temple oh is it different? yeah so that's like um, i'm sorry i'm not super familiar with yeah. mormon no that's okay. totally cool. Honestly, either am I. <laughs> All those years going as a kid, it was in one ear, out the other. Yeah. So, like, in terms of like, I'm going through a phase where it's like, there's Mormon and then there's Christian. They're very, very similar. Mm-hmm. And there's not like, Mormons believe in everything that like Christians believe in. Right. They just have another book, the book which is the Mormon. Book of Mormon, which yeah. is like basically like add-ons of like certain things. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you what all of those are because like, I never really paid attention. <laughs> I just like, I still go to the Mormon church now because like, I don't go to the classes or anything, but I go to like the sacrament because like I grew up with all these people, all the aunties and they, you know, I yeah. like seeing all the aunties. And they always ask me how the games are and stuff. So it's like, it's good people that have good relationships with God. So, so like, and from what I understand of Mormon is like, you guys lean towards more towards like the Old Testament. I think so. Yeah. So do you guys only study the Old Testament and then the Book of Mormon or do you also study the New Testament? Oh yeah, we have the New Testament. So like most kids, when they get baptized, if they're in the church as a kid, they get like this big scripture book mm-hmm. and it's like everything it's like old testament new testament and then in the back is like the book of mormon so i have it and it has like my name on it okay so it's like we do we definitely do everything but like in terms of like that's why when people ask me if i'm like mormon or christian i'm like yes <laughs> yes like i just know that i have a relationship with god but like when it turns to like the things that mormons do like mm-hmm. and going to the temple and like yeah coffee the word of wisdom all that stuff i'm like i'm not yeah i don't know <laughs> i think the mormon is like more like fundamental Something and yeah. about like more like what you do like like worldly things and then Christian is more like about just accepting God as your savior and then like living in the path of righteousness but knowing you're gonna make mistakes. Yeah, for sure. So I definitely have that part like relationship. My relationship with God is tight. I pray every night. Mm-hmm. Give the credit to it where it's due. Stuff like that. So did you go on a mission? I didn't. No, I was pretty locked in on volleyball, and I didn't pay attention enough as a kid to really go be able to go teach people that mm-hmm. so no i i, I didn't go I, I, I have some good buddies that went though but i didn't go i was pretty focused on volleyball, on volleyball. Yeah. okay that's really cool yeah. that's really awesome so i guess back to volleyball a little bit <laughs> we'll reel it back in um when you were a senior so you were in utah and then you mm-hmm. came, came back, back junior year of high school graduated from kalani uh-huh. high school and then what did like your senior year kind of look like when you were 
thinking about going to college, whether you wanted to play volleyball in college, like, were you being recruited? Were you looking at schools? Uh, no, I didn't get recruited by anybody. Uh, so volleyball is pretty political and they recruit early, like really early. Like they look at freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, actually, I think when we talked to Kate Lang a couple episodes ago, she was saying how she was recruited like very early. I think it was like her sophomore. That's typically year. how it goes. And it's like so weird to me because like kids are hitting puberty at that time. Like they can yeah, change into a totally <laughs> different person in the next two years. Um, but so I learned all the fundamentals like my junior year, fell in love with it. My senior year, I really, like, I fell in love with it so much. My junior year, I, like, full cut everyone else off. It was just, like, me and the, and the twins. They kind of locked down. They buckled down, too. They had, like, a, a business dream that they wanted to um, achieve. So we kind of, luckily, we had each other. And then we were allowed to basically made the decision to, like, cut everyone else off. And, like, all right, like, this is what we got to do. Like, we're, we're behind because we've been acting like idiots the past <laughs> two years. So we need to lock in, like, basically sacrifice what we need to sacrifice so we can get what we want later, like follow our dreams and stuff. Yeah. What so, were like the things that you sacrificed? Um, Basically time with everyone else, the average stuff everyone else is doing. Like everyone wanted to go. Like going see out. See what a party was like. Yeah. And like do all that stuff. And we're like, nah, this is crazy. Like we would meet each other, talk about what we want. And it was a super healthy relationship. Like I, I could talk about those guys all day. Um, yeah. But in terms of volleyball, um, so I was grinding and I was improving at a really fast rate. And I was like, I fell in love with like, once you start getting results of something, you start getting pretty addicted. To yeah. It. So, you get like obsessed with the yeah, results. Yeah. So we were, all three of us were lifting, getting, I was getting way stronger. Like we became lunch ladies, like lunch dudes, because they would give you more food if you worked with them. Oh my God. Because we needed more nutrition you to get bigger. in school? <laughs> yeah. So I was you serving people's that? lunches. Yeah. I was serving lunch. And then after, like you can get like two massive plates, like if you wanted to. What? so different yeah that's cool though it was, it was cool it was nice so we were getting our nutrition to get bigger to get stronger um stuff like that and uh so i got really good my senior year like in terms of like public school here mm -hmm. so i was kind of dominating the game um but at that point recruiting was pretty much already over yeah and like volleyball season is in the spring and it's at the end so it's like my senior year at the end oh so like so, everyone's been okay. recruited already that makes a lot of sense so you would literally have to be almost recruited your junior year yeah because doesn't volleyball kind of run past the school year sometimes yeah for for college it does but like for high school boys it's like yeah by the time like your senior year is over like you're basically already signed up for your first year of college yeah. classes. and then it's like your last club tournament because mm -hmm. then there's club you, it's very rare you don't see uh like it's rare you see a kid play high school ball and then go play college without playing club. Like club is like club volleyball is where all the recruiting is made. And then I, so I started that junior cause that's where you travel and then the coaches travel too and watch these big tournaments. Okay. So kind of like AAU for basketball. Yeah, okay. basically. Yeah. So we had that and I played on a team with a bunch of other public school kids. Mm -hmm. So we weren't like insane. We won like my last year in the summer of my senior year, we won nationals. But it was for like, there's like open division, which is like the best guys. Then there's like USA division. And then there's club division. And we were in the middle. Mm -hmm. So we won that. But like, not a lot of coaches are looking at those two divisions. They're yeah. looking at open division, obviously. So yeah, I didn't really get recruited or anything like that. Um, luckily, like during that summer, Josh Walker, he called me. 
and he was down he said um he was like oh like you can come walk on for us if you want and who's, i'm sorry who's josh Walker? so he was our assistant coach at the time he just for uh yeah okay so we have a new one his name is capone Fay. okay and he used to play for uh he's a great guy um josh walker so my first year at uh josh walker was still the head coach and he oh he played for mike actually your grandfather grandpa. yeah okay so kind of a small world moment he allowed me the walk-on card and i needed a so this is how bad i was freshman sophomore year with grades i needed a two five accumulative to walk on yeah it's like what is he average a little bit higher yeah and uh so my junior year i averaged a two eight and my senior year i averaged a three five yeah, but my freshman and sophomore year when I had, like, nothing going for me, I was just doing whatever I want. I averaged, like, 1-5, one, 1-3, <laughs> 2-0 maybe on a good day. I'm not laughing at you. No, I mean, you can't. I would laugh at myself. It was it was ridiculous. I didn't have, like, a purpose there. I was just doing whatever I wanted. And uh, so at the end, I think my whole accumulative was, like, 2-4. So you're talking about your freshman and sophomore year of college, right? No, high school. Of high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're saying that like your last two years you did well, but it didn't, it wasn't enough to over like. Overdo. Overdo what you, the damage. Yeah. Okay. So it just didn't average out yeah. the way you needed it. Yeah. I was close. That it makes was, sense. I needed 2.5, but I had 2.4. Okay. He's like, all right, then you got to go to junior college and you got to do that for two years and then you can come. And I was like, all right, like I don't really have any other choice right now. So. Yeah. Uh, So I went to junior college in Santa Barbara. In California? Yes. Okay. And I Can live. you play in community college? Uh, if they have it. Like, KCC doesn't have no. sports. Okay. But, like, there's colleges that have, like, yeah. So, like, there's, like, um, Santa Barbara University, mm-hmm. UCSB, and then, like, yeah. there's SBCC, which right. is, like, 20 minutes away from Yeah, UCSB. every, like, I feel like every big school has, like, their Little, community college yeah, equivalent. Yeah. 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 So, that's, I went to that for Santa Barbara, and they have a good, they have a good volleyball team. And they and it's like right on the beach and they play like a lot of beach so so then like how did you keep up with your volleyball stuff if you weren't able to play there mm, play, i was able to play there so you were able to play in community yeah, college yeah community oh, okay college. i just wasn't allowed to walk on to uh right oh, out of okay school. that's where you lost me yeah, yeah sorry. so gotcha i'm back i'm here yeah, so. so you did play those two years well one because that first year was i finished like 60 percent of the season and then COVID hit Oh, I forgot about COVID. Yeah. So I, I, I did a full year or like almost a full year there before COVID hit and I, we played and we were doing really good. That's so scary. Wait, so did you think that like, were you worried that you might not be able to come back to Hawaii just because at the time nobody knew what was going on? At the time, no, because everyone thought it was just going to be like two weeks long. Yeah. So like, so, as it started to play out, I guess I didn't. Like a year in when like I was everything still, was still shut down, were you getting a little nervous? Not really, because I only needed to go to junior college for uh, an AA degree. I think if you're a, if like academically out of high school, if you don't um, meet the requirements to go D1 right away, you have to get an AA degree before you can go. So that's okay. kind of the only thing I really needed. I need my AA degree. So I did that and then I finished the rest of that year online. And then the next year, I didn't do two years. I Next year I was at KCC. And I was just no volleyball. Just like, or Did I just like just, played a lot of beach and I lifted a I lot of I think that's where I saw you before because I Queen. used to go to Queens all the time. That was when, like during oh, COVID. The and they would set up like a ton of nets and like they would play really intense like in the daytime. But then at sunset, they would kind of let 
everyone come in play. and like play around and i like played a couple of games but i don't think i ever actually like played while you were playing because i think you left once like all the competitive games were like maybe still there but I'm trying to, yeah so me and my friend justice do you know justice potentially so he plays there i think still so he would come he he would invite us to go tall. like all the time yeah he's like tall um polly he he used to have dreads and he cut them i think i know who you're talking about yeah, yeah he's yeah, a really yeah. nice guy yeah super yeah cool. so he would always like um kind of recruit us all to come and like hang out and it was good because nobody had anything to do yeah so i remember those days those and mosey would set up the nuts yep mosey's cool great guy he's he's great to talk to you he always has good advice to give it looks like an almond <laughs> milk dud for context this guy's at the beach every day no, he's just like Every super day. tan. Like, he have is... you seen you know that episode of SpongeBob when they're like tanning? Maybe. And Wait, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And then SpongeBob is like, it's like super tan. It's like, it's so smooth. <laughs> His skin looks so like it's so weird. He's like, holy. So he's dipped in chocolate. He also door dashes. Really? I he used to be a doctor. I went. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I went out in my underwear to go pick up some like canes that I door dashed, <laughs> and it was Mosey. I was like. Oh, what's up, dude? And he's like, coming to Queens today? I was like, no. <laughs> no, so he has, like, the best advice because he's, like, been through so many walks of life, like, from being a doctor. Yeah, he has some stories. To, he's a great guy. 10 out of 10 guy. And he, I think he refs the girls' games, the beach volleyball girls. I believe it. I've seen him he's it. very, like, he's in the there. community. Yeah. Here's Dr. Sean Jan Caterino with a heart health tip from Hawaii Pacific Health. Heart disease is one of the leading causes of death for men and women, but prevention is key to reducing your risk. Take charge of your heart health by maintaining a healthy diet, exercising regularly, and monitoring risk factors like blood pressure, cholesterol, and your family history of heart disease to live healthier. To learn more, visit hawaiipacifichealth.org slash heart centers. So you played at Queens the like, you know, the odd year when everyone was doing god knows what during COVID, and then when was it time for you to go back to school after the second year so after like during COVID, i was taking most people were taking like online courses or whatever and i was taking online school at kcc and i finished that year and then i got my aa degree and then they let me come to uh so that following year we were still so the year i was at kcc they won the national championship yeah but that was when like no fans were allowed still mm -hmm. all that stuff so like i was kind of watching that on tv and uh they won that and then the next year i came we won again but we we're still like wearing masks and mm -hmm. kind of doing stuff like that and they slowly started letting people in so, um you just glossed over like winning a national championship <laughs> like it was nothing <laughs> well i was a freshman i was just i was just happy to be there like i was just working hard so, like, was it, like, what did it feel like to be, like, in the program? Like, okay, so they called you after COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And now you're, like, in the program that your grandfather, like, built a little bit, essentially. Yeah. Did it feel weird? Did it feel like you were supposed to be there? I felt like a lot of stress was relieved because before it was very, like, I was hoping this was going to happen or I was hoping this was going to work out or, mm -hmm. like, a bunch of things were in the air. But, like, once I got there, it was very, like, more like uniform. Like, okay, I'm already here. So it's like, I don't got to worry about anything. I just got to go to class and I got to work hard. Yeah. And I got to, you know, everything was set for the next. So that was, 
But um, was the workload what you thought it would be like as far as like the workouts and like the like level that you had to play at? Too? It was okay for me because I was like, especially once I locked in junior year of high school and I got into that grind mindset. I was I was I was probably doing more on my own mm -hmm. than I was, which was like good and bad at times. But um, yeah, I was I was already a workaholic by that time. I was like going hard every day. That's a pretty funny story because uh, I was I was going too hard my first year. Too hard. Yeah, and then got I got hurt my first year in the fall. What? We were all training, and then uh, what happened? Just you know, I'm. I was kind of a meathead. You have a lot of names for yourself. <laughs> That's kind of a meathead. Uh, especially like my senior year of high school and like freshman year of college and like COVID. So you went from a rascal, graduated to meathead. Yeah. <laughs> Getting some, some titles. Okay. Um, especially during COVID because my cousin that I was living with, Larry Tuiletto. So that Larry Tuiletto uh, played for UH as well. He was a libero, all-American libero. And that's on my dad's side. Okay. So I pretty much, our houses were like connected as kids. So like I knew their family like, we didn't go in their house, but, like, it was connected. Okay. So it was, like, kind of, like, a family like yeah. duplex? Yeah. So they're my cousins, and growing up, I'd always had some cousins or something to play around with and stuff. And uh, during COVID, he, um, what happened? He, like, bought a, bu a bunch of stuff, like, weights. Mm -hmm. So I had, we called it the cave. <laughs> and because his dad's, like, a um, the original Larry. He's a, works, like, construction, and he's, like, super high up there, so... He has permits to like build wherever. Oh, you like like built something. So like we built like in our front yard, it's like concrete ground. We like built like a overhead thing. He put like fans and like. So you we like got a, built a gym. Yeah, we like built an outside gym. That's it was, crazy. Everyone, it was so funny because once we did it and we started posting on social media because we were like working out and like everyone's like, oh, like we gotta come over and work out. <laughs> it, was, it was so it was like we kind of nitpicky who would bring over because like, like really exclusive gym. Yeah, because it was in our it was in our front yard. You can like oh, it's your house. See yeah. in our house and stuff like yeah. that. So okay, like we brought good. some like really close friends, family friends, or like cousins maybe. Um, but yeah, so lifting was big. Like I was lifting with my cousin, and he's like he's way older, and he was like he's done with volleyball, so he got more into bodybuilding. So bodybuilding is cool. Yeah. So like, I couldn't imagine like being that like um, educated on like where to work out and like what parts of your body to work out. Like it's, they work out every little muscle. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I can I can get good grades on that if we <laughs> bodybuilding tested. Yeah. So you're like into health and fitness. Yeah, yeah. So I was more into bodybuilding and volleyball, kind of at really? that point because it was COVID and we, there was not a lot of volleyball being played besides like beach. Is that something that you wanted to pursue? Like, did you ever compete? Yeah. If I'm, uh, no, because it's pretty contradictory to volleyball because in volleyball you have to be lean and like mobile. Oh yeah. And that's bodybuilders true. are not mobile just like at all. Super meaty massive yeah gotcha. strong but um but i lifted a lot so like going back to the whole getting hurt my freshman year oh yeah you never told me what happened <laughs> yeah because i was a, I was a me head and like something about 20 guys in a gym like hitting max prs and everyone's like the way we do it is like one person goes at a time on testing week and everybody is around them like screaming in your face to like lift it up like you ever seen like football videos or, like just sports videos where they're like yeah. hitting prs and everyone's like Sh so that's what happened to me and I'm already a meathead, so I'm already fired up and putting on way too much weight than I should be. Yeah. And uh, I was so strong. I hit, <laughs> You were so strong. <laughs> I had four I had four plates on that thing. And I, I squatted four plates, but like... Four plates? Like, those are the 45? Uh -huh. Okay, I'm... So that's 405, 405 pounds. Jeez. And I'm like, I'm super light. I was like 167 at most. 
Gosh. at that time. So um, I was definitely meathead. And it wasn't really that day that hurt it, but it was like the next day I was willing to put on similar weight, like over and over and over and over. So you hurt. Like when, hurt. We, when we did like deload weeks, deload. which is like less weight mm-hmm. to like kind of rest and recover or focus more on volleyball, mm-hmm. I didn't really do it. I was like, I was throwing on the weight. So eventually I hurt oh. my back and then I couldn't practice for like three weeks and it kind of just like made my first year a little bit more hard oh, well that was silly yeah i learned my <laughs> lessons from that so well, i do a lot of my meathead stuff in the summer now okay because you have to stay strong in the summer because mm-hmm. you come back from the fall week and do you guys work out in the summer like with no lucky for us like since it's a spring sport once summer hits and we're done with volleyball and school's done you're on your own you, so you really have a, like your whole summer break yeah i mean that's yeah. kind of nice but it's probably like like you're really like self police yeah policing yourself to like stay into shape yeah and i never really had a problem with that is there anything you'd like to do like is there anything you like to do like outside of volleyball other than weightlifting (coughs) like do you surf or like bodyboard or i wasn't really a water baby no not too much no um like i always wanted to with my cousins and stuff but my fingers and my toes they're really cold oh really like you anemic? Mm. Should get that looked at. Yeah, maybe. It was like <laughs> like like purple, like hurts. Cold. In Hawaii? Yeah, which is weird. So like I could only really be in the water for like an hour tops. Mm. Do you get the like when I got in the water as a kid, I got like the, the chattery jaw? Like the Oh yeah, yeah. You got sure. that? I got and that. And I was like time. skinny, so I was <laughs> like I could never go have fun as long as I went out. So I didn't really I was just like, Well, it's not very fun for me, so I didn't end up like like I surf like during especially during COVID because we could like I was surfing a little bit with my cousin, um, but nah, I'm not really big so, water baby. Anything else other than like volleyball That's a great and question. like do you hike or do you read? I have my phases. Do you like? I love to play chess. So like that's Kurt. like my favorite thing. I'm okay, but Kurt like I'm I know how to play chess and I play a lot, but I've, I've never really like studied it in terms of like strategies of i never studied better. it i just like to play like i'll play on my phone like before bed yeah I'll you play know it, people like scroll like on tiktok or something yeah. like i'm like playing chess on my it's phone. fun it's fun i know i'm like playing during spanish class I like chess yeah <laughs> i like chess too i don't play it as much as you do i'm sure but do you a team has big chess matches before games really mm-hmm. volleyball team mm-hmm. that's a fun fact i don't play and too much kurt is like Kurt's good like at really good at it yeah. okay like, Maybe there's a couple I'll guys that are really good at it, and they all play each other. Mm-hmm. If I go and try to play, I just get whooped by all of them. So it's like, well, I don't really want to play with you guys. Maybe I'll ask her to play. You, I'm not, like, I don't know. You, yeah, I'm not, like, that. I'm good. Like, I, I am good at it. But I'm not, like, yeah. I don't, like, study it. Yeah, he knows, it. like, the stages of the game. We, and, no, like, yeah, the see. whole three, four steps ahead thing. I'm like. No, we're probably more on the same yeah. level. <laughs> we should play. <laughs> we should play. Parking. I should have brought the chessboard. We're going to park, and then we're going to play chess. <laughs> we can do it as, like, a relay, like chess and then run to the car and whoever parks it first. you mean biggest competition of all time oh that would be funny so like you kind of like to read i have my phases i like to read and i know it's good for you but i'm only like i can do it for a while and then i i hate it but i, I like but i know it's good for you and like i try to read as much as i can but it's like and i have really short like attention span okay like, that's fair so what was the last book you read um, I really like motivational books. My favorite book. Have you uh, read Atomic Habits? Yeah. I love that book. 
Yeah, I'm on like Champion's Mind or something right now. And, like I read like like a John Wooden book and like The Art of War. Um, I've read those. I've my favorite book that's not like I read uh, The Outsiders. You remember that? I haven't read that one. I feel like a lot of schools made kids read it in like seventh grade. It's about like a, like these two little gangs. No, I didn't read that. Breezers. We had to read. We had to read like The Odyssey and like Of Mice and Men and like you The Great of, like, Gatsby. Pony Boy? No. Oh. What books did you guys read? <laughs> That's one. It's from outside. It was like two games. Did you guys read like Animal Farm? I don't know. We had to read all of those. So it's off and on. Like I'll try to do it because I know it's good for me, but it'll mm-hmm. last for like two months, and then I won't read for like six months probably. That's fair. And you read, you like read their Bible, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So I mean that counts. Yeah. Have you like ever read it like start to finish? Mm-mm. Me neither. Like <laughs> I feel like everyone's grandma has that. Like, My attention span is too high. And then, um, do you like have a favorite kind of music? I'm pretty versatile. Okay, hold on, time out. So if you were like, like before a game, you're in the locker room. Like, what are you listening to? Um, I'm actually kind of a big sounds tunes guy. Like I have a huge speaker in the locker room that we all use, and it's like unnecessarily loud like probably the worst financial purchase i've ever made but what's playing so usually we switch up depends on what the team like for me depends the mood really i've i've before games i've listened to like give on or like like sad sometimes if it's like that <laughs> if if i'm like locked into that music i'm playing that music or like sometimes if i'm like like for lifting i'll listen to like funk just like who ear destroying like like rock music? Kinda, yeah. It's called, it's like a newer, it's called Brazilian funk. And like mm. a lot of lifters are like listening to it now. And it's like, basically just screams in your You're gonna have to show me what that sounds yeah, like. It's, it's, it's kind of nuts. It's it's loud and kind of just gets you going. So that's if you're like lifting like PR or even sometimes before games, if I'm like getting really amped, if that's the mood, then I'll then I'll do that. Or obviously the occasional rap, we'll listen to rap, get hype. Mm. Um, yeah, I have, a, I have a big R&B playlist. I have a big throwback playlist. My throwback playlist. Love throwbacks. Pretty good. Who do you think is like the best artist of our generation? Our generation? I like old Riri. Old school Rihanna? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not a bad answer. She's good. It's good. That fired me up. That still fires me up. <laughs> Riri? Yeah. So like if you guys win the Natty again, like know that Ryu was involved? Yeah. Okay. She would be on the playlist our team had a Doja Cat phase. That was pretty funny. Doja Cat, when she first came out, she was good. She's getting a little it was more just like satanic a, for me. We were, yeah, I'm not <laughs> listening to new Doja, but I think it was like my first year. We were all blasting it. Yeah. She's like, she used to be like really funny to like, or not funny, but like she would, was a good performer. Like, I think we just had a phase because we were all, she was like trending and we were all like men <laughs> in the locker pretty. room and we just thought it was funny that a bunch of dudes before games jamming out to some doja. Oh, I thought you were saying because she's like pretty. <laughs> no, like, before the games, getting we were all just, riled like, up. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are your like expectations for um, your season this year? Hmm. Try not to expect too much of it. Um, got a lot of new pieces fit together. A lot of new guys. We lost a lot of guys this past year. And, yeah. Uh, so do you like see yourself stepping into like a leadership role since you're one of the ones that are I've returning? I've had to, yeah. Um, accepting it's been a different thing. Mm-hmm. Our coach is very uh, mystery box, box of chocolates type of guy. Never, never really know what to expect from him. 
He's very businesslike. Gotcha. So, mm-hmm. so you've won a national championship mm-hmm. before, but you didn't, you know, you weren't as seasoned as you are now. Mm-hmm. So are you like looking forward to like winning another national championship, but actually being like a hand in winning that? Yeah. I mean, that's a dream. Definitely wakes me up in the morning or keeps me up at night at least. Um, still working hard for that. Is that the goal? Yeah. Yeah. I hope everyone's goal is to win a natty. Yeah, you'd think. It should, it should be. <laughs> so going to practice every day. Like, yeah, I got practice. We just got off the flight and we got practice today. So That's crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll be in the gym in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that's a dream to me. So, and I have this year and I have one more. Okay, so we'll see you again then. Yeah. For sure. Okay, we got to wrap it up. But I do want to ask you, like, what... What are you excited to do, like, when volleyball is over? Like, what are your plans after hmm. volleyball? Um, In terms of, like, the summer or just, like... No, like, your life. Oh, like, I want to go overseas and play more volleyball, basically. It's a professional. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to go pro. Um, our assistant coach, Milan Zarkovic, he's very well-known around the world. And he's from Serbia. So, and that's why we, he's a big reason why we recruit a lot of players internationally. Because he's just, he's super well-known. Great guy, incredible coach. He's probably he's the biggest reason why we win. Mm-hmm. He's his technical genius, uh, but he has a lot of connections basically. So, um, using him to help me and get connections and agency and stuff, I'm gonna go play pro indoor. And then in an ideal world, I'll play that as long as I can and somehow get some pretty solid contracts, mm-hmm. and then go play a beach because it's less taxing on the knees and stuff. Interesting. That's what a lot of like. That's kind of like everyone's ideal volleyball career. Career, gotcha. And your degree will be in sociology. Okay, so you always have that as yeah, well. I don't know what I can. I don't know what I can do with it, but <laughs> do something. <laughs> um, do you have anything you like? Any merch or anything you want to shout out before we close up? No, like, but I should make merch because everyone always asks me. I have a big. I have a pretty big following, so a lot of. Kids always want some merch for me, so I should probably hop on that. Yeah, so we'll call that like we'll call that coming soon. Yeah, stay tuned. And YouTube, I gotta do YouTube too. That's where the money's at. Okay, so we've got some projects to work on. I do that. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on and thanks for talking to me. We kind of rambled for a little while, but it was a pleasure having you. Yeah, I'm kind of a yapper. Thank you, thank you for having me though. Uh, it was a blessing, great opportunity. Okay, good luck this season. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Hawaii Players Pod, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. Follow Hawaii Sports Radio Network on social media for the next episode drop at High Sports Radio. That's H-I Sports Radio.